0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, there was so much news this weekend.
1: There really was, so let's yes. get to it. Sure. Um, the Disney Skyliner was up and running uh, today, today, well, Sunday, um, the 29th. And they did a dedication ceremony at the Caribbean Beach Resort.
0: That's right. It opened to the uh, general public this morning, and uh, previously you could get around the Walt Disney World Resort property by monorail boat or bus, and now you can add gondola to that. Uh, The system comprises of nearly 300 cabins with five loading stations and 22 character themes. Four resorts actually have stations in them, but there are another five within walking distance. So Disney considers uh, that nine resorts are serviced by the Skyliner system.
1: Very cool. Do you know what you can also find at those um, nine resorts?
0: Gondola cookies?
1: Yes! Yes. <laughs> They're kind of cute.
0: They do. they are ninety nine dollars a piece. Yeah. And each one has a different design.
1: Yeah, depending upon which uh, hotel you were at. Right. They had a different... I like
0: the Peter Pan cookies at the Skyliner. I mean, at the uh, boardwalk.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the would they have Nemo? I think at Pop Century, I didn't yeah. see all of the different ones, but yeah. So those yeah, were kind of very fun. Very cool. Um, they had going over to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They were doing some droid testing. What is that?
0: Uh, so previously, when you purchased your droid, uh, you have to put it in a box, and you're not allowed to play with it at the at the resort. Right.
1: I had known that. I mean,
0: at the resort, uh, anywhere in the in parks. The park, right. So what they did is they they put out some mats outside the droid depot in uh, Florida. Uh, I don't know if they're doing this in California. Uh, but they have a cast member, uh, a Batuu resident, who helps you uh, with your robot, your your droid um they teach you how to operate it but also if you're interested in buying a droid they have droids out there that are just out there for show so you can take the controls and and learn how to operate one
1: that seems like it makes a lot more sense than not allowing them first of all it's not very much fun to buy something you have to stick in a box right so and especially if you're sitting there watching it like knowing you're going to go in and get yours and then be able to bring it out and like show it off right away right i think encourages people to want to buy them
0: like they they kind of tell people that you're not allowed to use them because the first order could confiscate them. Mm-hmm. But then apparently, if Chewbacca is in the area and the First Order has just left, he'll have people take their droids out and they'll do droid races. Right. Okay. So that was the only time that you were allowed to take them out. But they, um, even in their box, if they're on, they're designed to interact with the land. So mm-hmm. they may beep at certain points and communicate, you know, through their series of beeps and squeaks, gotcha. um, as an interactive part of the land.
1: Okay, well, that's a little bit more fun now. Yeah. Um, not so fun is that the final showing is, of Illuminations is tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, so Monday when you're listening to this. So um, And to commemorate it, there's a new spirit jersey. There it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, Disney never wanted to shy away from an opportunity.
1: <clears throat> For a dance party or a spirit jersey.
0: That's right. And the spirit uh, jerseys are pretty cool. They have the, the operational dates uh, of Illuminations, which was actually October 1st. 1999 to September 30th, 2019. So it, it it was in operation for 20 years.
1: I'm not a fan of spirit jerseys in general, but I I gotta say this one's really cute.
0: And it's pretty cool that in the zero, it's the the globe, the fire globe uh-huh. from from illuminations.
1: Yeah, no, they're cute.
0: So they are cute. Um, and over on the other coast, September 30th is the final uh, appearance of the Main Street Electrical Parade in Disneyland. So. Uh, You've only got one more night to experience a half million sparkling lights and electro-synth magnetic sounds.
1: Until they bring it to whatever next place they're going to bring it to and call that the final. And Right. I think they've had a final because showing Because from up.
0: California to Florida... Back to California,
1: it's been back and forth a couple of times, yeah. I feel like. And every time it's left Disneyland, they've made a huge big deal of like, this is the last time it's ever going to be right. in Disneyland. They were like commemorative pins and yep. like the whole thing for like the last time it's in Disneyland. It's and kind then of, it's, kind it's kind of like, back when, back I like would, twice. when
0: I would drag you to Prince concerts, and it would be, This is the final time <laughs> he's going to sing Purple Rain, this is the final tour, and never after then. And that went on for about six tours,
1: yeah. I think I don't know, I don't remember. I try to tune it out, right? Um. So we had talked. We had talked about the designer um, mouse ears that were coming, and, and the large price difference. There was, I think, they were going to be anywhere from like fifty dollars to like I don't know, a thousand dollars or something. Well, so we're in the high end here. yeah, some of the higher end ones uh, just came out. Heidi Klum's uh, designer ears debuted on September twenty eighth. Um, mini ear headband for six hundred dollars. They have uh, Swarovski crystals on them. 150 of them And it weighs half a pound So I saw this It's not cute Like I'm all about Fancy mouse ears But I did not like them It's um They're bedecked with uh, Plenty of crystals It has sort of Like a tiara Between the ears And then hanging down From the ears Are earrings That look like mm-hmm. I don't know Crosses They're It's not attractive
0: did you just say bedecked
1: Bedecked isn't yeah. that a word No
0: it is a word Okay, it's, I, You don't hear it in conversation <laughs> It's like 1920 All of a sudden
1: Anyway, so yeah, you know if you what?
0: want $600 ears, they're out. You know, from one of our conversations over the weekend, uh, because we actually do talk Disney when we're not recording, which is kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we said that a $600 ear set of ears kind of makes that Twenty-four dollar set of ears. I know. A Yeah, I more think what they're. I think
1: they're more like twenty-eight. I think they're like twenty-seven ninety-nine. And it's funny because if you just say twenty-seven ninety-nine for ears to me, I'm like, ooh, I don't usually buy ears because they're it's pricey. Like yeah. I'm not. I don't want to spend twenty-eight dollars on ears. But when you start talking about six hundred dollars, and then somebody mentions something about a twenty-eight dollar pair of ears, and I'm like, well, oh, that seems so cheap. Yeah, that it's, it's like <laughs> a bargain. Um,
0: in other news, going into the cinematic world. Spider-Man is officially back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We knew he
1: would be. It makes me want to yawn.
0: You knew it was just a matter of time. Yeah. But uh, Kevin Feige will be producing the next Spider-Man solo movie, which now has a release date of July 16th of 2021. And then he is guaranteed to be in one more uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie as part of a, you know, a team. We don't know what movie he's going to be in. Um, and this deal is only for one solo movie and one Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Uh, if they talk more, they talk more mm-hmm. and expand it. But the deal is apparently that Disney will receive 25 percent of the profits. Uh, previously, they were receiving they were receiving a five percent of the first uh, dollar five percent of the first dollar gross, which is five percent of the first day, and then all of the merchandising rights. So uh, this could be a better deal if the next Spider Man solo movie performs as well as Spider Man uh, Far From Home.
1: Alright then. Um, How about Maleficent? What do you have? There's more on this. Uh, They're doing a debut, what, in Hollywood Studios?
0: That's right. Uh, You know, more movie news. Uh, We mentioned previously that there would be previews of Maleficent, Mistress of Evil at Hollywood Studios and out in Disneyland. And they did premiere at Hollywood Studios this weekend. And it is in the... uh, What did I just forget the name of it? The Walt Walt Disney... No, the Walt Disney Story. Walt Disney Presents? Walt Disney Presents. Um, So they've added uh, not only the film, but there is a photo wall outside in the waiting area of Maleficent's wings and headpiece. And then they've added, like they do with all of the previews, they've added some costumes uh, from the film. So uh, that movie opens up on October 18th
1: We will be, we will be there We yeah. should actually probably get our tickets We should um, this is huge news Disney Cruise Line has changed their onboard booking incentives so when you if you are on a Disney cruise and you rebook while on board um, you there are some incentives to doing that. So the first incentive and this one is staying. Uh, guests receive 10% off of future cruise when booking on board. Um, a Category 4A to 11C cabin, which basically is anything that's not concierge. Um, And then also, this has been and is staying, uh, those booking for a seven-night or longer cruise get 50% off the deposit.
0: Right, because the deposit, you know, if it's a big cruise, the deposit can be pricey. Mm -hmm. The deposit is 20% of the cruise fare, which excludes taxes and fees. So when you book a cruise at seven nights or longer you're only paying a 10%, uh, you know, 10% of that cruise fare.
1: Now, previously, guests booking a future cruise at the onboard vacation planning desk used to receive an onboard credit in addition to that discount. Um, They are no longer offering that. That's what they've taken away. So you're not going to get any onboard credit from Disney. Um, That is a great reason to use a travel agent. Travel agents do offer um, onboard credit. The amounts vary um, by travel agent some will not offer it some you need to ask but um that is going to be your only way to get onboard credits now uh not, you're not going to be able to get it anymore through uh booking on board right. so kind of a bummer
0: when when does that go into effect
1: uh september 28th on the fantasy and september 30th on the magic wonder and Dream.
0: so if you're listening to this on september 30th it's in effect everywhere yeah all right. Other big news that, that's causing a big uproar, and, and this might actually uh, supplant the uh, photo pass <laughs> uh, photographers yeah, and right. automated cameras, uh, but that is that resort Disney Walt Disney World Resort Bell Services is no longer holding items for people such as wheelchairs or ECVs. Um, it used to be there were certain vendors that Disney allowed to do a drop-off of ECVs or strollers. Um, so that you could pick them up. And when you arrived at your resort, you got your stroller, you used it, and then you dropped it back off at Bell Services when your trip was done. Uh, Disney is no longer doing that. They are now requiring a face-to-face meeting, which is going to uh, make things incredibly difficult for some of these off-site vendors.
1: So I have a lot of opinions about this. Um, I tend to use a lot of uh, third-party groups for things with Disney when I can, because Disney can be so expensive and and these third party groups are the best way sometimes to get things for a more reasonable price. Um, We have rented a wheelchair from um, an offsite service before. And really, if you're staying in uh, on Disney property and you need a wheelchair for the whole time, it's really the only way to go, because if you rent from the parks, you cannot have that wheelchair when you're at your resort. And if you have someone who really has difficulty walking, they might be able to get, you know, they, when you're in the airport, you can get a borrowed wheelchair. Right. Um, you know, you just, then you just get them to the car and you can leave that wheelchair, you know, at your rental car area or whatever, you know, then you get to the resort. Well, now you need that wheelchair. You might not travel with your own. You might not need a wheelchair at home, but you might need it. That was our situation when right. we traveled with your mom. Um So it was very nice Like we went and it didn't, we didn't really interact with Bell Services. The, whatever it was, Apple scooters or whatever had come, we got our, we got our scooter. They had it parked in a special area with all the scooters and it had our name on it. And I I don't even think we checked with Bell Services. You just went like Apple Scooter said, Hey, it's there. You just went and you took it. So it really didn't interact that much with Bell Services. So I really don't see what their problem is with this. I think that they're being difficult. Now, they were also trying to include, or part of the announcement said that groceries were part of this too. That, I have a little bit more, if that's the case, I think Bell Services, it's a pain in the neck for them to have to deal with all this grocery stuff.
0: Since the announcement came out, Garden Grocers has come out and said that they are not affected by this, that they will still be making drop-offs, that they have spoken with Disney and they are not affected. So it looks like right now at this point, because nobody's heard from Amazon, nobody's heard from any of the other, uh, you know, uh, grocery delivery services, it looks like it might be just affecting those doing scooters and ECVs, which mm-hmm. kind of makes me think, you know, could this be the first step in Disney doing their own, Yeah. Uh, getting ready to debut their own rental service? Because it's right, you know, like Cheryl says, it's difficult when you go to the parks because you can rent a stroller in the parks And if you go to another park, that stroller rental is is covered on that same day. The same thing for an ECV. If you go from Magic Kingdom to Hollywood Studios, you've paid for it in one park. You use it in the next park. But it's not for your entire trip. You can't take it on the bus. It's only within the walls of the park. So for guests who need it the whole time, it's very difficult. Um, You know, I get it from the Disney side. When you're storing, it seems like you know it's become very popular to have groceries delivered and a scooter and... Uh, you know, owner's locker to DVC
1: So that's what I mean. I get it. If they're trying to shut some of that down, if it's too much, I get it. But I don't see that the wheelchairs and ECVs and strollers would really be the place. Like, if they said, forget it with the groceries, enough already. Right. Which I kind of thought, like, they were starting to put the kibosh on. I would understand because we we did that our last trip and it was a lot for Mm -hmm. bell services. It was hard for them to be organized and it was just kind of a mess. Mm Um, but I thought that the whole stroller ECV thing had gone really smoothly when we rented, so I don't really understand. The, I, it's definitely still up in the air. I don't think it's been...
0: I don't think ever, anything's it's not, finalized. Yeah, it hasn't all been hashed out yet. Initially, it had come out saying it was October 1st, but then there's reports now that it's going into effect November 1st. Uh, you know, the, the one thing, and, and like once again, this is something we were talking about before we were recording, is I think it's very difficult, you know when you have a guest, a lot of guests will check in to the resort and immediately go to a park if you've got, like, an early morning flight, you know? Now you're expecting your guests to check in, but now they've got to do a face-to-face meet. And based on whatever company they're using, that meet could not be scheduled for an hour or two or later in the day. And if you don't have your ECV, you can't get to the parks. If you can't get to the parks, that means you're not spending money. So I, I think that Disney's doing themselves a disservice... Because you're putting a restriction on your guests that is keeping them from traveling, you know, to the parks where they can spend money.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. we'll see. It's it'll all come out in the wash. We'll we'll uh, we'll keep you updated. Right. Uh, we had mentioned the Vera Bradley design, the Mickey's Whimsical Paisley, and it has arrived at the um, the store, the Vera Bradley store in Disney Springs. Right. So. Yay.
0: So there are a ton of items on here. Oh, uh, we don't
1: want to talk about these.
0: Ranging in price. Uh, we'll just say the lowest item is uh, $20 for the zip ID case. And the most expensive item on the list appears to be the uh, weekend travel bag for $140. Um, so they've probably got about 20 items in this new design. They're all,
1: yeah, they're all very typical Vera Bradley things. They've got some backpacks, a crossbody Um, they even have like blanket, but yeah, yeah, lots of different things. And it's a cute pattern. And and I
0: believe, uh, it's only available at the Vera Bradley store in Disney Springs. But the nice thing is if you purchase it there, they can actually embroider, uh, right at that location. Unlike other Vera Bradley stores where they can.
1: Okay. Um, the Epcot Experience Center at the Odyssey that is going to be opening on October 1st. They are having cast member previews now. Um, they've unveiled everything except for the, the signage. entrance signage at the two entrances right. um they've also added there's some new um trash cans everyone loves a trash can
0: with the new epcot logo on yeah there. And which apparently is... there is a new epcot blue color yep
1: mm, yep yeah. Yeah. um there's some new signage and then they've done some chevrons which we've talked about before and then they did um some splashes of color there's um, some, some bright pinks. Yeah, there's some bright pink there's on one greens. side of the building, and then um, on one of the walls, like up against the water there, they've got uh, like a rainbow-type right. pattern there. Anyway, Very so that's cool. ready to go.
0: Cool. And uh, this weekend was the debut of five new guest experience team stations in the Magic Kingdom. So
1: let me stop you there before we yes. get too far. Um guest experience team stations when I read about this they're talking about oh these are the new ones and here's what to look for but I have never heard of this what the heck is a guest experience team station?
0: so guest experience team station is uh, think of the old location outside Casey's where they used to have the wait times right right so, Guest Experience, uh, hold on here, we're trying to...
1: I think I had it up before. Um, yeah, I. so I had, to, I had to look it up because I had no idea so guest what that e- was.
0: Guest Experiences does everything related to information about the parks. They can give you wait times, fast pass information, uh, dining information, they do park tours... Um, they can handle lost and found, lost guest retrieval, and general assistance.
1: Yeah, and it's really interesting. So reading about this, it's definitely something that Disney has added. So we talk constantly about what they've taken away. You know, they've taken away entertainment, they've taken away photo pass photographers. Right. Um, but this is definitely something they've added, and it seems kind of cast member intensive. You're taking mm-hmm. something that used to just be like an information board, and you've got actual people like walking around in the parks, and there's multiple stations in each park, right, so you want to talk about which you want sure, to- so
0: these new locations uh debuted in the Magic Kingdom, there are five stations, um each one of them has a blue base with a castle castle logo, and then each station is kind of themed to its land. uh four of them have a large umbrella with the world's guest with the words guest experience team on them. Uh, the first one is in Frontierland. It's located along the rivers of America, across from Country Bear Jamboree, and it looks like some of the crates. Um, that whole area is kind of like a, you know, it's a frontier. There's crates. There's stuff being mailed. Right. So that's that's kind of the design it goes for. Um, the next one is over in Fantasyland. It's located inside the gate to New Fantasyland. It has a very regal look, uh, and it has a coat of arms with a knight's armor for the base. Um, Adventureland, there is a podium outside of the Skipper's Canteen uh, and it looks just like it's part of the building so it's kind of themed like the area that it's in it's nothing fancy uh, Tomorrowland, it is under the People Mover that's the one that does not have an umbrella because it's under the uh, overhang for the People Mover mm-hmm. and uh, that just has a very futuristic uh, kind of concreteish look to it like the whole Tomorrowland area and then Main Street, USA, it's just outside Casey's Corner, like I mentioned, the old area where the wait times board used to be. And that uh, podium just looks like it's part of the Main Street decor. It's kind of in that same architectural style.
1: Okay. And then over in Disney's Hollywood Studios, they've got one on Hollywood Boulevard, they've got one at Echo Lake, one in Toy Story Land, and one in Sunset, on Sunset Boulevard. Yep. And in the and, well, Animal Kingdom...
0: Just- Uh, so the, uh, locations in Hollywood Studios have the Tower of Terror logo, so the guest experiences, uh, use the parks logo. So it's not a, it's not a modified, a unified logo across the parks. And then as Cheryl was saying, Disney's Animal Kingdom, uh, has a location, uh, that has a Tree of Life logo, and there are three locations there, and it's Discovery Island, Africa, and Asia.
1: No one needs any information when they're in Epcot? Is that the story?
0: Well, apparently everything's under construction, so I would assume that to be part of the uh, revitalization of Epcot. I see. So yeah, the Hollywood Studio locations opened in August. These are opening now in September, so I would assume that Epcot okay, comes along, along at some point, right? Gotcha. And um, the in ex- exciting Disneyland news, is,
1: is well, I don't know if it's that exciting. Uh, they returned the monorail to its regular operating hours. It had been closed from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, holiday crowd levels are back up, so it's back up to its regular operating Yeah, it's hours. very
0: funny because they said every summer the uh, crowds are light. Well, if you know the crowds are light, you know, everybody's talking about like, oh, Galaxy's Edge opened up and the crowds are light. The crowds are light. Well, you're, you already know that your summer crowds are light, so...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, they I were thinking
0: this year they weren't going to be. Right.
1: Um, there's some new costumes in Hollywood Studios, uh, especially around Echo Lake. It looked like around Echo Lake, they had so like the, they all, I don't know, a lot of the, where's that? Oh, there it is. Um, The, it's the food and beverage locations there. The women have an option of a green short sleeve shirt or a blue long sleeve shirt with red shorts or pants. And then men have the opposite option. Um, It looks like over at the trolley gifts on Sunset Boulevard. Uh, They are also in new costumes, Uh, They have brown shorts and a green shirt that looks similar to the new one at the Trolley Car Cafe. Um, Let's see, what's at the Trolley Car Cafe?
0: Trolley Car Cafe.
1: Oh, they used to be the brown floral dresses, and now they've got a pink top and jeans paired with a green apron and a blue striped bonnet. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, the blue striped bonnet was from before. That's been replaced with the pink checkered pattern. That Excellent. sounds terrible. I really would never, ever want to work at the Trolley Car Cafe. And
0: you probably won't.
1: Or as Tony likes to say on his notes, the tolly Care Cafe. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There, were there any other ones? I was typing ones? fast, yes. Oh, Rock and the and Roller Coaster? Go starring
0: ahead. Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the cast members there used to be dressed as G-Force Records employees, but they are now dressed as roadies. And their new roadie costumes consists of Paisley shirts with black pants or shorts, cool sunglasses, Ooh. and an optional jean jacket. All right. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, this is part of um, Hollywood Studios' 30th anniversary. They've been rolling out new costumes most of the summer. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, just, again, you know, part of the revitalization and reemergence of Hollywood Studios. That's good,
1: because for a while there, it seemed like Hollywood Studios, everyone was pretty much wearing the same thing there for a while. Right. So it's nice that they're um targeted i Mm -hmm, guess you'd call mm -hmm. them um and then i would say last but not least but this may actually be least um impressions de france is closing on october 2nd for the installation of um, a new exhibit in the pre-show lobby and a digital new digital projection system
0: yep uh there is no reopening date for this And as a part of this uh, construction, guests will not be able to experience the Agent P's World Showcase adventure elements in the lobby.
1: Oh, well, oh, well. Reprising her segment of celebrities at Disneyland is our daughter, Isabel. So, Isabel, who were the celebrities at Disneyland this weekend? Heidi Klum, Leah Michelle, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, and Adam Elmers from the Mouse and More podcast.
0: Thank you, Isabel, for that great investigative reporting. Yep, well done. That's pretty much all the news for today. Until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.